0: If you're wanting the good life, settle down with the dog. Furry, fun and faithful, they will do what they can. They've been man's best friends since human records began. I tell you, get yourself in the good life. We've a message to flow. Oh, nothing, nothing in this world is quite as wholesome and good as living life with a dog. Hello and welcome to Stu's Inspiration Season 1, Episode 8. And today I'm joined by somebody very close to my heart. Uh, She is the rising star of musical theatre in the UK. She's a humongous talent and I can't wait to see how her career goes. The lovely, one and only, multi-talented Jessica Nelson. Hi Jess!
1: Hi Stuart! I didn't see
0: you there. Here I am. How are you? I'm surprised you didn't see me because I've got these new glasses.
1: Yeah, I can't see. I'm not wearing mine.
0: <laughs> I can't see a thing. But you do look like you're enjoying that lovely cup of coffee.
1: Yeah, it's lovely. Mm,
0: very nice. I've
1: got, I've got a, um, a pod thing since we um, went into lockdown.
0: you got a what now?
1: Pod thing. I don't know what it's called. It's a coffee maker, but you put little pods in them.
0: Oh, a pod thing. Like a type thing.
1: Yeah because so oh. I can't afford that.
0: The thing is that I had one of them once and uh, the coffees were always a little bit too small.
1: They are small, but you you just need to buy more coffee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, well, maybe that's, some, that's where I was going wrong, clearly. So how the hell have you been? What have you been doing? Tell me from the beginning. Like, hold on, we need to go back. So you and I yep. did um, a show together a few years ago. We at did. Christmas wasn't it yeah. but before uh, before we go into all that business before you did that show you did another musical you were the first cover understudy of the lead weren't you yes on Early Modern Millie the UK tour and would you say that was your first big job
1: yeah definitely I mean yeah definitely because I worked I did Royal Caribbean before which is fabulous I would never put it down because I've met some of the most incredible and hardest working people on ships.
0: So the Royal Caribbean the ship, was it a world cruise?
1: Yeah, I did three contracts, babe. I did like, um, my first one was in, uh, you know, (laughs) somewhere in the exotic. (laughs) And then the next one was in China and like Asia and Sydney. That was was amazing. Um, I would definitely go back to like Sydney because there was this woman that I met and she was like, I've told everybody that you're my daughter. So I watched the show twice. <laughs> she just went around telling everyone, That's my daughter <laughs> when I was performing. She's great. They're just oh, great yeah. alcoholic.
0: Oh wow! So, what sort of shows? What were you doing? Like different songs, or what were you doing on those cruises?
1: Well, back in the old times, you know, it, it wasn't all about these musicals that they do now. It was just like, um, uh, like jukebox musicals. Like, so they created their own, and then they would just like make little stories and things about it. So, I really enjoyed it because, I mean, when you don't really know anything from graduating. You don't know how things work. I mean, literally they they're just throwing it at you as well because there's just like four different shows on our ship, which means there's like I can't even think about how many numbers we must have had.
0: There's loads. I mean, they do loads and loads, don't they? It's just, yeah, just...
1: such hard workers, it's ridiculous. Um
0: yeah. How long how long were you wait away from home for?
1: I'd say my longest was probably about 10 months. No, maybe even longer, eleven.
0: God that's, that is a long time and I know that you're quite a home bod and were you with Edward then Edward is <laughs> Edward is Jessie's partner fiancé. fiancé fiancé they got engaged we'll go into that in a bit later and they've just bought a house together haven't you yeah I
1: mean no. this is it
0: there, there it is and it's beautiful but I know how much of a home bod you are so how did you find that were you were you with Edward at the time
1: God, no, no, I was the right bloke. I was just like, I'm all about the work. Um, I never really, I didn't really do like the boys. I mean, I, I, I didn't like the girls either. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it wasn't a bother to me, babe. I was out of college. I was ready to work. Um, yeah. I was just ready to get stuck in. And it was all just so new. And, you know, I didn't realise how nice people were. I thought I was going to leave, graduate, and then... People were just going to be like judgmental or horrible, like they are in college, as you do, oh. and um, and then they were just lovely.
0: Oh, that's good. And so you finished the you finished the cruises, and you thought you'd done three contracts, and that's that is a long time because I managed one cruise, and I think I did about half of the contract. I was yeah. like, What did you do? I did Costa Allegra about four hundred million years ago and it was before mobile phones even were out so I found it I found it a really lonely experience and something that I would never want to repeat (laughs) but uh, yeah so I can imagine like three uh three contracts it's it's a lot to do especially when you're away from home for that long so you came back and you auditioned and you got Thoroughly Modern Millie
1: yeah well I came back and because I wasn't a graduate from a London college I was like well I I can't get a London agent so quickly I can't it's just it's a completely different ball game like where did you go to college Stu?
0: Well I actually I went to a place called Midlands Academy of Dance and Drama.
1: Fabulous even better.
0: But I literally didn't stay there for that the entire time either. I got spotted from an amateur show for my first show and then from there I carried on and carried on and carried on.
1: Oh I didn't know that about you and I know a
0: lot. You do know. (laughs) <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, so tell me about Thoroughly Modern Millie. Did you have a nice experience?
1: I did. Um, it was a big learning curve because obviously I was just so nervous about everything. Um, plus, you know, you work with a, celeb- a celebrity, so you don't want to step on anyone's toes. And yeah. the whole time, I think I was just so nervous. Like it was very, it was very difficult to find that place as a cover and then want to befriend somebody that, may find you slightly threatening
0: yeah it's hard it's really hard
1: really difficult and I know it sounds like I'm bigging myself up to people that might be listening but it genuinely is a really strange relationship yeah some people don't have the confidence to think well well I've earned this position so I'm just gonna do my job and go I always felt like I was stepping on her toes and I, I couldn't understand why and I just needed someone to tell me if I was or not and I feel like there was always that unknown relationship between
0: us it's really tricky as well because when you're on tour it can be either a really family atmosphere where everyone just comes in together or it can be really frighteningly lonely and especially when you're a cover and you're covering a part like that it's fine for some for a celebrity to have their own space because people look after them but when yeah. you're the cover you can't go out and na- uh, like go crazy get drunk with the rest of the cast because you've got to look after your voice you've got to make sure that you're able to do eight shows even if you're not doing those eight shows I know that you're ensemble as well but I just feel like it's a really I think that that's the problem when you're a first cover of a lead is that you have to think to yourself well I might not be on tomorrow but I've still got to really protect what I've got to do
1: just in case just
0: in case
1: Always in the back of my mind I was like every time obviously I was always so support thinking to myself like go on Hayley go on like you're killing it babe but I remember always thinking when it's my turn I just want it to be everything because I'd never done anything like this before and I knew that when I had that opportunity given to me it was going to be rare and that when I did have it I wanted to show that I I could do it and I think I would have regretted it if it got to that point. And then, you know, you just like, oh, I've put all that work into it and I
0: fucked it. Yeah, absolutely. And the trouble is as well is that what I think some people forget is that when they've got a cover, that's your team. That's your that's your wingman. Yeah. You're not there, you're not there to.
1: It shouldn't be a, compa- like, they're not, not, not there to compare, you know, everyone else is to compare you both. No, it's that you're each other's partners. So you know, if you need a night off and it's like I I need to chill out for a bit, like you know that you can just pass the show onto that person and it's fine. Like they've got your back.
0: So yeah, I understand it, it can be really, really positive and really really confusing and negative. And especially you have to be a certain uh sort of person to be able to deal with people that aren't quite so secure. If if you're if people are insecure and you're covering them, then it's hard and you've got to try and sort of handle their emotions as well as your own
1: yeah even though it was a strange it was a strange show I do remember when it was like my time it just makes me feel shocked like I remember getting the phone call so many times being like you're on oh no wait you're not she's gonna do it and I'm like oh fuck off then so (laughs) it was like that build-up all the time and then one day they called me and we were in Torquay, I believe, um, and then they called and said, "No, you you really do it." I went, "I'm not, am I?" And she was like, "No, seriously, Jess, like you're on." And I was like, "Oh my god!" So I called my mom and dad, and they literally did an eight-hour drive down, and it was just like insane. And I remember my mate Millie O'Connell coming up to me at the theatre and being like,
0: "Was it thoroughly modern, know? Millie?" That came yeah. up to you,
1: yeah. Um, oh, no, no, Millie O'Connell. I joke oh, you're such a bad joke. That's just terrible.
0: It. It's ridiculous, though, that her name was Millie. I mean...
1: <laughs> I love her. She's the best. <laughs> she came up to me and she was like, right. And I was like, yeah. And she said, I want you to just like... This is going to be like one of the best moments of your career because it's your first time. <clears throat> and she said, when you take that bow, just live in that moment like just take it all in it's your moment like just enjoy it and I think that was just like the the best thing somebody could have said to me there was a moment when it came to the bows and I thought I I fucking did it I did it I just did it and then it came to the bows and I just sobbed oh all these people just stood up and I had this Standing ovation. I was sobbing, and people were clapping. And my mum and dad were sobbing, and I was like, ah! I was...
0: "Well, if I'd have been there, I'd have been sobbing too, babe."
1: Because it was fucking terrible,
0: <laughs> <laughs> bloody awful. <laughs> what the hell are you thinking? No, I'm, I'm sure it was absolutely amazing, and it was such a shame that it got cut short. But then, didn't you go over to Canada and do it?
1: I did uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to be Millie in Canada. Um, with some other people because obviously other cast members were working after um, some of us weren't so I was just like well if I'm not doing anything I might as well go and it was it was awesome oh my god yeah. it was like when are you going to go to Canada for free?
0: I know, amazing and play Millie in Thoroughly Modern Millie
1: yeah and free food I'm always going to do it for free food
0: free food like who doesn't want that? yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's fabulous. And so then you went on and how did you get the connection with the Plueses and the Gatehouse Theatre?
1: Well, obviously, um, nice work was obviously done by John and uh, Katie Plues and Racky, their daughter, was the director of Millie. Right. But she was also, I also knew Jess, her sister, Jess Plues, She was in charge of wigs. Right. And we just made friends on Millie and... Then, obviously, we did Canada, and we just got even closer.
0: Just such a nice family, aren't they? Oh,
1: my God. They're just the nicest people I think I've ever worked <laughs> with. I think that, well, apart from... Apart from Stuart. Almost <laughs> nice.
0: Almost <laughs> nice. Enough. Almost nice. So then we did That's When I Met You.
1: Yeah. Oh, I remember you were coming into your audition because I was only the helper, quote, unquote. Helper. Help um, yes, secret leading lady watching everybody audition. <laughs> and then I remember, oh, Stuart's going to be a bit late. He's running a bit behind. And I was thinking, oh, he's just not going to get it, is he? And he <laughs> walks in like a ray of sunshine. And I was like, I am in love with this human being.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can remember our first day of rehearsals. And honestly, I was literally, I just caught your eye. Our eyes sort of met. And I thought, hmm. <laughs> And then we went
1: downstairs for a drink with everybody. And I thought, and I literally went, you and I, we're, we're in trouble. We're in, we're in trouble.
0: trouble. Yeah. And we were. There were many a times on that show. Because I actually really disliked that show. I did not enjoy it. I enjoyed it with you. I thought you were amazing in it. And I thought that the, it was a lovely cast. But I found the whole process really tricky. I was really, oh, it was really, it was
1: very stressful. I don't know what it was. Um, I really don't know what it was. I, I felt it was really stressful. Because um, we so were it's all funny, as well.
0: You what? We all got poorly
1: at one point. I was
0: so ill. It was just the most, honestly, I think back to it and I think, I've done lots of shows, but I don't think I've ever, like at one point I was waiting to go on at the dress rehearsal and I had a heart rate of something like 150 just standing
1: there. (laughs) You're supposed to go on and it's the 20s and you're there with your wee fit. Like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, it, was so, it was just so traumatic and uh, also I found I, I really found it hard as a, um, a dance, like because back in the day I was a, much more of a dancer than I was sort of a singer actor and they put me in the opening number and I think maybe this was my problem because the next age person down from me in that scene was 20 years younger than me and it kind of made me feel really uncomfortable
1: look it
0: oh, I love you for that but it was just it, I definitely <laughs> it was a learning curve I definitely know
1: because you it was weird for the show you were just insanely upset <laughs> I
0: need a beard but weirdly <laughs> enough I did another play with the blueses after at uh,
1: yeah, you did, because and
0: you know, I loved there. it, it was a completely different experience, and I absolutely adored it. Um, but thank God you were there for me in nice because I it, it was a fab show, the show was great, and I really, really enjoyed it eventually. But I just I found the whole thing quite tricky. But you came to stay with me I and did. you met my doggies. I
1: did. How's Nelson actually?
0: Oh, Nelson's fine, he's fine, he's very old and rickety, but he's fine. So I've got a little a Maltese cross bijon called nelson who had a seizure about four weeks ago and oh my god it was so traumatic
1: just awful, just awful. bless his little cotton sauce i which know he really has cut out <laughs> he really does have cut cotton socks.
0: so when did you get piper
1: i got piper my little frudel um french bulldog miniature poodle <laughs> um i got her last year about july time and I remember after obviously we came home in March from Starlight Express. And I just remember thinking, like, I've got, I've got to get a, a companion. Like, I've got so many friends with dogs. Like, I've got you who's got dogs. I mean, like Lucas, who's got his dogs, and on Millie Tour, he brought his dogs with him. So does Richard. So I was just like, you know what? If people can do it, I can do it. So why why oh, am yeah. I holding myself back for from having a dog? So I go and get one, and I think she's going to be tiny, and she's like 15 kilograms.
0: <laughs> she's so gorgeous. So you, going back to uh, the shows, so you were doing Starlight Express when lockdown happened, weren't you? you were just finishing your contract.
1: Yeah, and I, we still had about four months left, obviously, <sighs> COVID. Because obviously we were in Germany. It's just a completely different ball game when COVID hit, because it was like nothing. And then I came back to the UK, and it was like a bomb. Yeah, it was a completely different ball game. Everybody was like, masks, hand sanitizer. It, it was the most bizarre year, actually, because obviously we got nice work. We did nice work. And then straight after, I think I maybe had a week off and then I was off to Germany for start You
0: did. I remember you were auditioning for it when we were there. So, yeah, you went straight out, didn't you?
1: Yeah, it was I mean, It was bonkers. It was ridiculous. What's it, darling? And um, Piper's just telling me. <laughs> and then, obviously, it was the best time of my life. We'll get into that. The Very
0: best or the second best.
1: Um, the second best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart pointed himself very discreetly, and then I came home. Oh no! Wait. So yeah, 2020 came up, and obviously everything was normal still. I think it was kind of starting to happen with COVID in some sort of areas, and then in February, beginning of Feb, I went to Disney World in Florida. So I was in. the
0: Edward proposed, wasn't it?
1: I <laughs> very clever boy good decision good
0: decision yes
1: very good decision wasn't hinted at all while we were dating
0: <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it wasn't
1: <laughs> and and then but there were just a few sanitizing things around the park so it was still nothing and then I came back maybe had about two weeks at starlight and then it was like we'll close in and I was like wait what came home Completely different ball game in the UK. Like everybody was, I must have been home for about a week, and then we went into lockdown. It was just, it it was like a slap in the face, really. With
0: so, was everyone that was in starlight really gutted because? uh, So the new, the new cast, because I know, because I did Whistle Down the Wind at the Union Theatre, and a girl called Sadie was in that with me, and she, she finished that and she went straight. It was weird because every time I do a Christmas show. I end up uh, working with the person that's going to play Pearl next.
1: <laughs> right. Well, Sadie is actually Carrie, so she she's like one of the um, side girl trains, which is okay.
0: Great. Yeah. She's,
1: great. She's, she's, great. She's, nice. she's lovely. She's absolutely adorable. Beautiful girl. Um, <laughs> so
0: young, so bloody young
1: so young and it was really awful actually because obviously I did have the best time at Starlight but I'm not gonna lie it was exhausting and stressful yeah and she must have just come up to me on a bad day because I was on the entire time really after our pearl um got sick um she hurt a knee so she had operation it was a proper nightmare for her bless her and then the girl who was first covered pearl when I was diner she um she ended up bloody hurting her shoulder. So she was off as well. So half the contract, I was Pearl. And then at Christmas time, I was Dinah. And then this Sadie comes up to me and says, so who's like your favorite? Because obviously she's like seeing it for the first time. Everyone's dead excited. She's like, so who's your favorite? Because, you know, because this week you've been on as like all the girls. And I was like, honestly, none of them. (laughs) (laughs) Her face was like, no, but really. I was like, no, seriously, none of them. And then I just left and I was like, that poor girl. How dare you just, you just ruin somebody's dreams.
0: She was really excited to go, bless her. And she's a very sweet girl. She,
1: very
0: she's a lovely girl. girl. Yeah. So they must have all had to come home.
1: Yeah, they did. It was awful because we, we all got a call, obviously, like really early in the morning being like, you all need to come in. We've got a meeting about COVID. And I literally booked my flight that after that call because I was like, we're, we're shedding I know we are so I packed as much as I could that was important went to the meeting and just hopped on a flight
0: yeah That's
1: That's what I, That's
0: I did so the fun. same me and you me and you had been sitting next to each other with packed lunch
1: yeah
0: span sandwich, sandwiches I
1: would have had my picnic basket like <laughs> 100% <laughs> yes
0: champagne
1: champagne <laughs> thanks for the show guys
0: thanks for great. the show guys it was amazing <laughs> Um yeah. So, oh, so are they going back out now then or do they what happens do you know um,
1: i well we have been told that because obviously we didn't get a goodbye or anything we will get to have a little skate around when they do their opening night
0: oh that would be cute
1: nice
0: so um, they have, are they because i know um oh, phantom of the opera cast they got cut on the tour and they're, then they the west end's going back in isn't it but they're not using the tour cast
1: no, and there's quite a few things like that happening. Like, Six had their auditions during lockdown. But then, obviously, now they've cut their auditions altogether and they've gone with the old cast because everybody knows it. Yeah. And they're just like, let's just use the people we've got and then we'll just audition again, which fucking sucks. But I get it because they need the like the shows to like keep going. Some people want fresh. Some people just want theatres to, like, let's just get it going and then we'll start again kind of yeah. vibe.
0: Well, I'm sure it's going to come back onto its feet. It must have be. Have you found it hard mentally?
1: Yes and no, because when during lockdown, I thank God I had Piper because you Piper, yeah, she was my little God saviour to keep me going. I mean, literally, I pulled my hair out. She's. I've never knew that training a dog was so difficult. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. getting do Who in your house is a nightmare, but she's fabulous now of
0: course. <laughs> cool. Naturally. I love your sofa. It's very nice.
1: Thank you. It's from Loaf.
0: It's really lovely. It looks like a loaf. Thank
1: you. A <laughs> loaf of bread. It's, it's just
0: bread. made of bread. <laughs> it's just a massive loaf of bread.
1: Yeah. I'm all their sure.
0: furniture all their furniture is based on baked goods. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh so Piper, do you get her groomed?
1: Actually, um funny story. So I bought her thinking You know, she's a miniature poodle. She's she's not going to molt.
0: Yeah, there's hair literally everywhere.
1: hair everywhere. And she, I mean, I love, she's beautiful. She's such a beautiful dog. I mean, I know that picture that you've got is like...
0: Oh my God, it's beautiful. She is gorgeous.
1: But her fur is so soft. And she looks wiry, but she's not. When people touch her, they go, oh my God, she's gorgeous. Um, But yeah, she molts everywhere. So I've got a... um, I've got a brush that's specifically
0: uh, for her. Ferminator?
1: Yeah, I've got a Ferminator as well. I literally bought one of those two weeks ago, saving Grace, on a hot day. I'm like, like scraping her back.
0: Oh, you should take it for a professional groom though, because all that they'll be able to remove all the hair that you find in your house.
1: Okay.
0: Just once every once every few My house
1: and get rid of
0: it. Yeah, just <laughs> they're gonna pop into your house with a dustpan and brush and they just get yeah. rid of it all. Okay, oh thank
1: um, god.
0: No, it's definitely. I think it's worth it, and also, you know, a groomer will always find things. You, they might find things on your dog that you wouldn't necessarily notice.
1: Yeah, that's true. Because during having her, there's been a lot of like things with her ears, and the vet recently told me because um, I thought it was because um, well, she's poodle. I know that they can like keep allergies away, but they actually get quite allergic with them.
0: Oh yeah, they they still get hypoallergic, like they get allergies.
1: Yeah, massively, and she's just like itching like mad recently. So I was like, okay, that's weird. um And obviously, I checked her ears because see how it was. And the vet said, "Do you get her groomed?" And I said, "Well, no, because she just—I mean, her hair doesn't really fall out much anymore because I've got rid of it." But she said that the irritating in her ears might actually be her hair.
0: Yeah, have you been plucking it?
1: Oh God, no! I—I I can't do. It. I'm going to get someone to do it for me. <laughs> She'll never look at me again. I would
0: have to pluck, pluck edwards <laughs> no. oh bless edward yeah you are but you're supposed to like take their ears although that really a vet should put it depends on how deep the hair is if it's just on on the on the bits that you can grab with your fingers then that's fine but anything deeper that needs to be a vet. yeah it's
1: pretty it's pretty in there But
0: But the thing is, is that there's usually a reason that dogs get allergies. And I always find, I always say to my customers that if a dog has lots of ear infections or starts scratching a lot, uh, avoid chicken. Honestly, chicken seems to be the number one cause for some reason. Well,
1: that's fine because I don't eat chicken.
0: Exactly. And nor should Piper.
1: No, no. (laughs) Take it away.
0: Get rid of the chicken.
1: Keep the lobster.
0: Do you think um Do you think that when you get your next show, if you do a tour, will you take her with you, or how's that going to work for you?
1: Um, I think I would like a tour. Everybody keeps, in fact, everyone keeps asking if I'm still in the business at the minute. I'm like, well, you do know there was a pandemic. <laughs> because you get a house and a husband and a dog. Everyone's like, well, she's settled.
0: That's it. She's done. <laughs> she's pregnant.
1: Yeah, <laughs> popping the baby out. Yeah, right. <laughs> No, um, I think I will, I would prefer a tour because I just think that London for for Piper would just kill her. She she needs to run and I think on tour, at least from experience, I know that, you know, you can always find a park, you can always find somewhere to take her.
0: Do you you know London is the greenest city in the world?
1: Oh, that's just sad. (laughs) Have you not been to the
0: Midlands? No sit like as in Capital City. It's the greenest oh city in the in the world, apparently. I might have made that up.
1: I bet you did.
0: Uh, can we fact check that, please?
1: Yeah.
0: Just, just I'm just getting the team to fact-check.
1: <laughs> James.
0: Thanks, team. James, James! Google it. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so when I lived in London I had no problems finding nice places for my dogs to run they had a great time but I understand what you're saying so So what happened so if you were to get a town job or a tour whatever how is it going to work with you and Edward and Piper and
1: I'm just gonna have to leave him
0: (laughs) (laughs) well it depends on the show babe
1: sorry I've got to do I've got to
0: do if it's a year's contract leave him if it's six months just say I'll be back soon
1: uh I'll leave you a note.
0: Yeah, I'll leave you. exactly. Just do a deer, John. You'll be fine.
1: <laughs> just just read the note. You'll be all right.
0: You're really lucky, though, aren't you? Because you've got a really supportive family, and your mum's got a dog.
1: Gertie. Gertie. Dirty.
0: Dirty Gertie from number thirty.
1: Gertrude. She's. I, I mean, she's beautiful, and I know that Ralph, your dog, would absolutely. Oh my God, they'd fall in love.
0: Well, he's already scratching the door because he knows that she's on the camera. He's like that. I think I think Either that
1: or it's me because I'm pretty sure me and Ralph had a thing.
0: I think you did. You did, didn't you? When you go, well, not actually a thing because that's weird. Not
1: actually a thing.
0: But no, you really got on with Mister Ralph, didn't you? And who doesn't? He's just the best, isn't he?
1: Oh my god, he's absolutely gorgeous. How old is he now? Wasn't his birthday not long ago?
0: Ten and that worries me because he's massive and big dogs don't generally last as long as the little ones do
1: yeah but he is just like oh my god he's like a puppy
0: he's just the best he's fab I love him so has so does Gertie get on with Piper
1: oh my god like a house on fire but when I brought her home Gert didn't speak to me for a week oh really massively she was so put out she was really upset and like I know it sounds daft that some people will go why would you dog piss off she was like I'm not t- don't touch me almost and I was like, oh, she, like she wouldn't let me touch her head again and I was like she's really lost respect for me she doesn't want me near her and I was like oh my god like it really upset me I was like I'm sorry but I've got to have my own baby now <laughs> human But they are best friends. Oh, my God. When they play. And the first time Gertie um, played with Piper, it was like, oh, thank God. I mean, it took her time, those two, because she, Piper used to sleep, obviously, in her bed, as as puppy do. You know, they're always sleeping. Um, Gert used to come in and just kind of sleep on the other side of the room. Oh. Slowly got closer throughout the week. And I was like, when she finally lay next to me good with Piper, I was like, oh
0: my God. Don't my move. Body. Nobody move. Nobody yeah, move.
1: I was like, apart from the camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I did. Is like, just, I was like, bitches. I was like crying. It was lovely. And then slowly they started to play. And then, you know, as dogs do, I, I didn't realise this, that I think she slightly adopted Piper.
0: Yeah, she probably did.
1: Yeah, because there was a moment when she was maybe about, five months maybe even six months and then Piper um Gertie slowly pushed Piper away like she started to get irritated by it yeah and it's, it's like apparently when a mum has her puppies around there's a point where she's like okay you have to defend for yourself now like go They're
0: go like, fuck off I've had enough of this get off my teeth.
1: I remember when my mum did that to me just, oh, yeah, uh, so it was interesting. It, it was. It's really been interesting. But um, having Gert around has been great because obviously Piper's learnt off her with like certain things, especially when I was training her to like come here to whistle when I go out for walks and stuff. It's been great, but she hasn't come into heat. How old is she? She's just about to be one.
0: <gasps> That's odd. Yeah. Have you because, checked with Gert?
1: Yeah. They, I said they said sometimes dogs just decide not to. Uh, she said she said that because we've had Gert. It could have been that um, she's, like, the leader of the pack, so only she needs to have the heat, even though Gert doesn't have heat anymore. Oh. So she's kind of, like, pushed Piper down the chain so that she's delaying.
0: Okay, well, I'm sure she will have it. I'm sure she will.
1: She's, like, waited for me to have my new carpet in, and then she's like, bam, there you go. <laughs> <And> <laughs> oh, you thank you. Pull.
0: it's
1: just started and nipples are just starting to come through really sore
0: so I think so it's happening well you know because I know this sounds gross but their fannies go massive (laughs) (laughs) honestly (laughs) it's literally I I, if dogs come into the salon they're in season they're like the owners are like oh no no they finished their season a couple of weeks ago and I'm like no 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 no, that's not finished this (laughs) is I mean that's not normal
1: Oh it's bless tremendous. her! I I mean, Did you, do? Do you just say? Can you not do it then? If-
0: no, I don't do it. I know lots of lots of groomers might do it, but I don't do it because oh, this is a bit technical, isn't it? This is interesting. I don't do it. First of all, I think it must be quite uncomfortable for the dog.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I'm, I know for women, like you know, possibly people, they might get uncomfortable with trimming or like even the um, shearing or something.
0: Yeah, um, I because uh, and also lots of other if there's other dogs in the salon I think that they're very interested in in the bitch Of course. Uh, but the most important one is that the fact that the their fanny is or is is humongous and it's open
1: yeah
0: so if you if you're washing a dirty dog and the water or dirty water gets into their of system course. then it can it can create problems
1: yeah oh. so and I
0: don't want to you know, I, I try and avoid infections happening in my salon and that's one surefire way of avoiding it is to not do it. So I just say no to people. Plus, I don't really want blood all over my hands.
1: Oh No. it
0: gross? No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> so what? So whilst we've been in lockdown, obviously you've got Piper and you're going on these beautiful walks up, nor- up north. Up north. Um, having a lovely time um but you've also been doing some recording and I've listened to some and they're just amazing Jess Uh, so is it have you got them on a YouTube channel
1: I don't have I actually haven't put them on YouTube they're all on Insta um my Instagram I just
0: just, what's your what's your Instagram handle (laughs) handle is that
1: what I'm so not in it that I don't even know my own name (laughs) (laughs) that's so lame when people ask me I go wait a minute let me just find out
0: because i see it on facebook but yeah,
1: it's just jessica elizabeth nelson that's it jessica elizabeth, elizabeth
0: nelson. nelson so go to jessica elizabeth nelson's instagram and check out the duets that she's been doing they're amazing. they're beautiful so what's the most recent one one from um wicked no no i didn't see that one
1: you haven't seen that one
0: no, i have not seen that one who's that with i'm surprised you haven't asked me to sing with you yet
1: well, you can, but literally I it's because obviously when before I moved into the house, I was like, What am I gonna do? Yeah. Literally getting a house, people is stressful. So I was just trying to find something to keep myself busy.
0: And they're brilliant. They are absolutely brilliant. And the voices are just lovely. And your voice just sounds amazing. <laughs> My favorite thing about them is the little looks of the camera that you give. Occasionally okay. it really cracks me up. But I think it's because I possibly know you too well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know
0: <laughs> uh yeah so please go but i know I, I listened to one um from i think it might have been from um moulin rouge
1: oh yeah that was like the first one i did
0: oh was it
1: yeah like but i think my, i think the guy who i did it with preston who i did ships with he um
0: he's an american guy is that right
1: yeah he's from new york yeah he, po- well, he, li- he lives in new york he's from georgia but he um yeah he posted it again and i was like oh
0: ah oh, that's sweet yeah it's great I loved it yeah love he great. gave you a, he blew you a kiss at the very beginning it's very good no they're really really good and I think that you should put them on YouTube because I think they get a lot of hits
1: well you know I don't do it for the people I do it for myself <laughs> <laughs> oh how anal was that well.
0: <laughs> I mean, so,
1: yeah I was bored so I just did it I really did I was like I just have I you
0: have you got thing. lots of followers from it
1: I think so. I mean, I don't really, I don't really check. You should. Jess, come on. This is your, for God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) I just
0: kind
1: of think it's for me than for other people.
0: Okay. So that, so that goes back to what I was talking to you about earlier, whether or not you found it kind of hard during the lockdown. So that's one of your ways of coping.
1: Yeah. I was just like, you know what? I never, just sing or like I've never had the opportunity to just sing so I was like oh well I'll just message some people and I literally messaged Preston and that was it and said hey I'm just gonna do some like uh, duets with some friends just for some fun and the next minute some of my other mates were just like oh let's do one, I'll do one and then by the time I'd actually done one I had like 20 people and then I slowly was like guys I, I really don't have time like my house is in coming closer and closer and I just don't have time. <laughs> um, and then obviously since, since we're moving into the house, I've not done anything in.
0: When did you move in?
1: Um, I moved in maybe about a month ago. Oh,
0: and how are you finding it?
1: Uh, very stressful.
0: Really? Still? Not still now?
1: Not so much now. No, yeah, it was, it's been stressful. Well, it was stressful because... Not now though, right? No, not nowhere near as much. Because when we first got in, there was so much to do, Stuart. It was ridiculous.
0: Isn't Edward quite handy though? No. Really? He strikes me as the handyman.
1: It, he, no, he is very hands-on because obviously he's a theatre techie. Um,
0: That's how we, you met, right? You
1: Yeah, we met on my last contract with Royal. I saw him back deck and... um I just saw him, I was feeling a bit cocky. This is how it played off in my head, you know, there's music in the background. I saw him on the side of the bar, dancing my way over, asked his mate, like, yo, who's who's the new guy? And he was like, Oh, it's Edward. And I was like, is that his drink? And he bought it for him. So I was like, thanks. And I took it and I went over and I was, I put it down in front of him with my hand and said, Hi, my name's Jessica Elizabeth Nelson. I'm one of the singers on board. Nice to meet you. And he was like, ah, and then that was it. He asked me to marry him right then and there.
0: That's so romantic. Yeah. And when I met him, I think I frightened him because I was literally just going, Edward, okay. Edward. because It's all because of Blood Brothers, and that's what she does. Mrs. Lyons does that.
1: Well, that and the fact whenever I tell him off, I'm like,
0: Edward. 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 Well, bless him. So yeah. what's he up to now? Is he busy doing other stuff or?
1: Yeah, just like us, really, Stu. Just like theatre business, you know, it just went kaput Before yeah. he was working at Melton Theatre in Leicester, um melton mowbray and then that closed obviously due to covid um <clears throat> so he had to find another job i mean he was getting furloughed which was fabulous but then obviously after a while they had to let people go um and he just by chance before they let him go got mentioned to a mate about a warehouse gig in derby um so he was just working at a warehouse for a while and then now he's working for expo which is another warehouse place but he doesn't do it just that stocks and stuff <clears throat> so yeah he's he's doing really well he's kept going and he's good you know he just makes me proud he's just kind of one of them people that gets on with it
0: yeah I think I think it's really shown the true grit of people hasn't it this whole thing definitely and it's definitely. do you get any help financially with the furlough and did you have any help or was it just
1: no I didn't get any help unfortunately um well my, I was in a different difficult situation because Because I had my deposit for my house ready after starlight, I was just waiting. I had too much money in my bank to to the people. So I was literally like, well, I don't have that money because it's going. And when it's gone, this furlough scheme is going to be gone. So literally, it was a really awkward situation for me.
0: Oh, that's such a shame.
1: Yeah. And I knew it was going to happen that way. So I just got a job at a pub. Um, I'm currently leading lady in the kitchen (laughs)
0: yeah are you singing whilst you're cooking yeah
1: I am I mean literally even though it's a pub gig they are the nicest people in the world um they teach me how to do like sugar baskets creme brulees I'm getting taught how to cook
0: you're a caterer
1: yeah I am you'll
0: be waitress
1: I am the waitress except I won't get pregnant or beaten exactly yeah
0: that's fabulous.
1: Don't listen to that if you've not seen Waitress, major giveaway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't seen Waitress. I was like that. Whatever. I don't, what don't know what she's talking about, but just just smile and wave.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so um, I did that. And then I'm also teaching at um, Expressions Academy in Mansfield College, Music Theatre College, um, which has just been a huge lifesaver. Like
0: They must be all over you because, I mean, that must be a great thing to do.
1: Oh, it's fab! I what are the
0: age of the kids?
1: Well, it's college, so oh, varies from sixteen to I'm gonna say about twenty-five. Are they good? They're fabulous. Are they? Yeah, I really believe that these days it's really not about London, like these oh no, no. And stuff. Yeah, mm. they're just fab. It's just such a breath of fresh air, and it's so. It's just been obviously with COVID. It's been a huge learning curve for them too. And I think for a lot of people, you know, everyone's kind of gone, well, we'll graduate, but what what do we do? Because where are we going to go? Who's going to audition? And even for our cases now, like you and I, we're not in a musical and the people who were in it could be asked to go back because they already know it. So it's just a really awkward situation. And then obviously new people are just like... They ain't got a chance right now because there's people that have been doing it for years that are literally waiting at the curtain.
0: Well, you only have to look at the Beauty and the Beast tour cast that's just been announced to see that because they've got people that have done Broadway and people that would never look at a UK tour. You know, they played leads on Broadway and now they're doing a UK tour of Beauty and the Beast. It's like they would never have accepted that a year ago, two years ago. So it's it just goes to show that everyone's looking for work. Yeah everyone's everyone's happy just to get back on stage again and to be able to do what they love doing
1: indeed yeah it really is so the colleges what this college i'm working at they have got next year up to like five years so usually it would be obviously three years of performers um but because obviously you can decide if you want to stay another year or you can just go like audition and stuff and a lot of people have decided to stay on. So it's yeah. like, why would I not stay and learn more about myself and people to work with?
0: I've got a few friends that I've taught or done little bits and bobs or little workshops with, and they've all just left. One of them's just left Erdang. And I just thought, God, you know, there are times when you think, am I going to get an agent? And now our agent's looking, and if you do get an agent, are they going to survive this? Because. Yeah. They all need the income. It's just really tough.
1: Really, really difficult. And I, I, can't, I can't even imagine how cast and directors are doing it because every single person under the sun being thrown at them.
0: Yeah, well, like, yeah, I mean, I'm not being seen for stuff.
1: No, it's nothing, is it? It's nothing. It. And the worst part is, I swear it's tall girl season. We're going into tall girls. Like, we used to go into small girls, but it's like... We're looking for tall girls for like oh, any. Tall about.
0: girls? Do you think uh, possibly because we haven't had tall people for a long time? It's not been up. Usually, actually, when I remember when I first started hoofing years and years ago, uh Crazy for You was out. It was all, all a big thing. It was all about tall girls and all like everyone was doing like backpacks tall and girls. big long legs. And then all of a sudden it went to sort of into the ground and. Everyone was short and it was all like sort of street dancey. And now, hopefully, well, it'll be great if it comes to tall girls as well. Yeah. It should be a mix, Jess.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be at the five foot three small one at the front
0: <laughs> with really big heels on.
1: Yeah. am going to get my knees done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a, a bone implant. Yeah. I so, have really yeah, long so, legs. Um...
1: Yeah, I've got a couple of friends because obviously Moulin Rouge is coming out um, in the West End. Anything goes, you know. There's these tall girls that they're casting for and things. It's just like it's just the way it is right now. So,
0: well, just remember that Elaine Page played uh, Elaine Page played um, Norma Desmond, and who thought that was going to happen?
1: Yeah, I, mean, I think they played uh, Grisabella and it wasn't meant to be that way but she got it
0: anyway she got it anyway she did yeah. it so don't worry babes what's for you won't go by yeah my friend john says he always used to, his mum used to say whatever's for you won't go by you," and i think that's a very good way to live which is why you got piper
1: whatever goes
0: for <laughs> what's for you won't go by you. he's scottish so maybe we should say it in a scottish accent what's also, you what i can't really do a scott can you do a I, scottish right yeah what's For year, by <laughs> <laughs> fine, you won't go by you so basically a... in english it means uh what's meant for you won't pass you by that's very true
1: you see sense. Now you... <laughs> <I don't... laughs>
0: what on earth is he talking about well on that note i think that wraps us up Yeah. And remember what's for you won't go by you.
1: Well, there you go then.
0: Thanks for talking to me today, Jess.
1: You're so welcome for inviting me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh thank you again. And uh give Piper and Gertie a big kiss from Uncle Stu, because he loves them. And don't forget to go and see a groomer. A professional groomer. You can find one at ww. (laughs) (laughs) groomers spotlight.com Spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> because we all know that the groomers have that you use have to be qualified don't we so thanks again jess for talking to me and we'll see you next time take care bye, bye. if you're wanting the good life settle down with the dog Very fun and faithful they will do what they can They've been man's best friend since human records began I tell you, get yourself in the good life We've a message to flow oh, Nothing, nothing in, in this world is quite as wholesome and good As living life with a dog